Today we'll be interviewing Keith Hupp, and he's the founder of Timekeeper LLC. Now, Timekeeper LLC is a mobile time baking app that Keith has created himself with his team of talented developers. Keith truly believes that everyone, regardless of their economic status, should have access to social capital to get the resources that they need. This actually comes from Keith's uh, background of growing up underprivileged, and he realized that he wanted to give back to society in a meaningful way. Thank you for listening to the Conquerors podcast. Now we will have Keith Hupp. Yeah, so so welcome to the Conquerors podcast, and today we have with us uh, Keith Hupp. Did I say that correctly? Yep, absolutely. He's, I said it correctly. And so uh, Keith has a, a very interesting um, app that he's working on, and we're going to dive into it a little bit later. But how about you start off by telling us, you know, a little bit about yourself, you know, who you are, what do you do, and how did you come to start this uh, software, uh, this Timekeeper software that you're working on? Uh, well, when I when I first um, realized that I wanted to develop the time banking software, I discovered um, a community event. It was kind of interesting. Um, let's see, I think it was about six years ago, I walked into the Omni Commons and I saw a group of people working together and I realized, hey, these guys aren't getting paid to work together. You know, they're just collaboratively working on a group project. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. And as I checked out the space there, you know, I met a group of um, time bankers. They're the Bay Area Community Exchange, mm-hmm. and they give me a free time banking orientation. And since then, uh, signing up for their platform and uh, exchanging with a few members, I realized, wow, the power of time banking is absolutely incredible because right, right, right. people <clears throat> are literally helping each other. Wow. wow. Very impactful. So what is this concept of time banking? So time banking is when a group of people agree to exchange hours with each other, both to give and to receive. It's a two-way street. Okay. Now, how is that different from bartering? So when it comes to barter, um, generally what people do is they might barter like Like three three sacks sacks of flour, and they might have somebody come over and give them a haircut. And what they're looking to do is they're looking to get the monetary equivalent, mm-hmm. right? And if there is any, um, how do I say this, where one person would receive a bigger benefit than the other, then those become taxable. But with time banking, it is not taxable. It's not taxable to go out and help your neighbor or right, right. help uh, your mom do some dishes. Right, right. So it's like volunteering in a sense. Yep. Okay, excellent. And so was what were you doing before you... Um, have this encounter in Omnicomness or what were you doing right before you decided to actually launch off and go into this time banking you know software uh, I was working at a pharmaceutical company in Berkeley and I had always grown up really poor and since working at a pharmaceutical company of course they have a lot of standards they pay a little bit better so I was able to save up some money and I thought to myself, what's the best way I can create the total net value, right? Total net value for everybody. And then that started my pursuit uh, into being an entrepreneur and starting the business timekeeper. Wow, wow. wow. 
So, so you didn't start this company out of a selfish reason, but you really kind of surveyed the land and you said, what is uh, something I can do so I can have the most amount of good for maybe the most amount of people? Yes, absolutely. You know, um, when I look around, I see the world as a global labor shortage. Mm -hmm. We have homeless people on the street that need help. There's so many different avenues where people can co-productively um, organize their labor, right? We've seen organizations like crowdfunding, right? But what about crowdfunding with our time? Right. And that's what essentially time banking is in a way. Wow. 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 So what do you, in the, in, in the ideal world, if everyone used, uh, you know, time banking software, what do you... What do you think that how would that change things we wouldn't have lines anymore because people would be able to autonomously exchange whatever they needed with each other so essentially there's no need for lines now because everybody is and it allows people to live more intentionally because they're able to see where am i investing my time oh i'm in investing my time with this community or with that community or with my family wow so so we want to talk a little bit about you know you more specifically so was is there anyone you know in your family who's an entrepreneur or um, uh, someone that you saw growing up that that uh, had their own business or where did this desire to help people in uh, with a business business come from you know so a lot of the jobs that I've had I've always done my best to help anybody I remember when I started off doing refrigeration, I saw this janitor, she was struggling to, to take out some trash because it was too heavy. And I walked over there and I helped her dump the trash and there was some mechanics standing off to the side just watching, right? Well, it just so happens the plant manager walked by and you know he gave me a th thumbs up and I could read his lips and he said, thank you. Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, man, that's impactful because um, you know, what I like to think is that people are watching all the time. So right, we should right. always be the best versions of ourselves. Wow. wow. Now, we've talked, you know, sometimes in the past, and you also talked about your experience as uh, you worked in a factory or, or like a foreman. What is, what was your, who's your exact title? Yes. So uh, they call us industrial ammonia refrigeration operators or mechanics. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's large industrial cooling, which is very dangerous, but it's completely necessary, whether it's freezing foods or uh, maintaining temperatures on like bioreactors and things like that. Wow, it sounds, sounds complicated and dangerous. <laughs> and so, so your experience, you know, working um, in your previous job, how do you think all that kind of came together and prepared you to launch off and do your do your own uh, time making startup? Um, I think that it takes a lot of dedication and courage in order to make the transition from uh, one type of job onto another, especially when it comes to uh, being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and, um, you know, trying to do all the marketing, advertising. It's very difficult, you know, it is. It, it, there's a lot of challenges and a lot of risks. And I think that entrepreneurship isn't exactly for everybody. I agree with you on that one. Um, you know, just today in, you know, one of our Instagram posts, I was talking about how, um, Entrepreneurship takes lots of hard work. It also takes uh, patience, um, and it takes doing the same stuff over and over again, 
with maybe not getting results that you expected. And and a lot of times, you know, entrepreneurship is, you know, it's glamorized and we see people in the in the shows driving the nice cars and going to the uh, the extravagant parties, having, you know, the, the good looking people on their arms. But no, you know, how long have you been? been three years. Three years. Okay. okay. So, so have you experienced any of that after no, three no, years? No, you know, actually, I haven't taken my laptop uh, out on the beach. You know, like some of the <laughs> every now and then. Uh, entrepreneurship is, uh, you know, you're going to be glued to a group of people that are going to be very close to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have a quality assurance team, and I've been through uh, several different um, software development companies, and I have a really good, strong core group of developers. Mm-hmm. And that makes all the difference, mm. you know, it does. Because I can only do the things that I'm great at, right? Yeah. And I have to be able to allow other people to be the greatest versions of themselves too. All right. So, so you're, you're talking about um, your team. And so we wanna, we wanna dive a little bit into um, maybe some of the challenges that you've experienced while developing this team and maybe while developing the app and tell me a little bit about that and you know how did you overcome those challenges okay well going into the development process three years ago i knew timekeeper was going to be a huge project basically called a hard startup i knew it was going to be um, a huge huge challenge Um, a few of the reasons one of the reasons is because the application is so big there's over 200 screens so some applications it might have four buttons on the bottom timekeeper has a ton of stuff because it is essentially a time banking ecosystem okay so what what is a what is a time banking ecosystem so an ecosystem is if we want to think about um let's say two circles right so if you hold your two circles uh let's say with your hands and you overlap them with your thumbs right kind of like the olympic rings a little Mm bit um so what we have here is Uh, essentially like business to business, right? Which is timekeeper to the communities that register and sign up for the platform. Mm -hmm. Then we also have um, business to the members, right? The members that are being served by the application because if they're not happy with the the quality of the communities Mm -hmm. and what services there are um, being available, Mm -hmm. then it's going to mess things up a lot, you know? So in order to keep everybody happy, we have to create it as an ecosystem. Okay, so it's not just about the communities getting all their members on board. We also are supplying members locally through our community finder feature in the application. Got it. So, so, it, so this piece of software helps us to realize uh, this the the ideal of time banking or benefit from the practice of time banking, and even with inside of the app, we have to ensure the quality of the connections between the people who use it so that um, I guess it adds value and so that people want to come back to it and so that people can trust the system. Because essentially, well, it is a bank, right? It's a bank. bank It's a bank. So so in the same way that um, you expect a level of uh, service and uh, accountability to your bank when you go deposit your check, I'd imagine people will expect the same thing from time banking, right? You know, one of our core values when it comes to time banking is respect. Mm -hmm. We want to respect everybody. 
You know, and it's very important whether you're going out to somebody's home to help them with something or somebody is coming to help you with one of your requests. You know, you always want to treat that person with the most respect. Mm. Awesome. So, so going back to your team, so um, what was maybe one of the biggest challenges you experienced with trying to develop this app? Maybe it was around your team, maybe it wasn't. And how did you overcome that or how are you overcoming that? The hardest part is building long-term processes. That's the most difficult thing because we've made over 11,000 changes, documented changes. Right? So in order to keep track of all of the things that have to be changed and update, retested, right? we had to build a, a process. It actually takes us about four days to go through the entire Timekeeper applications and admin panel. And we have a bunch of test cases, test cases which are actually documented. And wow. that's a lot different than somebody who's just bootstrapping and just trying to build. You know, right. we have to actually have a structure because if you don't have a structure, you're going to lose everything. Wow. wow, wow. So what you're saying is because this, this piece of software is, is so huge and it, it does so many things and uh, the re- reliability of it is important, you have to have these uh, processes in place so that you can manage the whole project yeah absolutely and the developers on the project you know to learn um, what it is to uh, to time bank mm-hmm. right and then to apply those concepts and ideas into software mm-hmm. it takes a lot of extra time you know a lot of extra time but I have a, a good team mm-hmm. so that makes all the difference but you know there has been challenges and you know when you have a great developer and they end up leaving and you yeah. have to try to find somebody else it can be uh, it can be quite a challenge. Wow. So so how have you been able to to manage all this and move things along with uh, such a you know uh, a huge task that you're you're undertaking? Well, what I try to do is I try to allow everyone to have a certain level of accountability. Right. You know because accountability is really important. Um, some people when they go to work they just want to see what's in their inbox what tasks do they have right but for me in developing this application I have to find people who go the extra mile Mm -hmm. you know they might see something that's wrong in the application and fix it you know and be able to note down that they've made a change and and fixed it without having to be told to do that now Now, that takes it now I think that's kind of like the holy grail of uh, of employees, you know, as as a person who also has had to hire and fire people, <laughs> what, how do you how do you identify a person who's willing to take take initiative and maybe maybe they're not necessarily looking for recognition, but they're just saying, hey, this is the right thing to do. Um, you know, I, I had this employee and they worked for me for about a year and I let them go. Right? They were just too slow for what I was trying to get done. Because when you're trying to build a, you know, a, a time banking application, but you're inside right. capitalism, right? It's <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah. it's a struggle, you know, how you manage all the finances yeah. and things. And I ended up rehiring this guy. Oh, really? Yes, I did. I, I, ended, I ended up rehiring him um, because I gave him a second chance. And what I did is I made it like clear what the accountability accountabilities are and everything like that. And the person is, um, you know, like helping out so great right now. So even though you let them go, you brought them back. Now, was there a was there a difference between their work ethic between, you know, now and before? Yep. 
Absolutely. And, you know, um, I think that a lot of people, when they have second chances, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll do vastly better. Hmm. So I'm all for giving people second chances. You know, and actually, um, I just went to this, uh, this workshop this weekend in Palmdale mm -hmm. and I met this man. He's been in prison for over 30 years, wow. you know, and he gets out and, uh, he's an ex Crip gang member. Wow. Right. And now what he's doing is he's, uh, educating the youth on gang violence and he's trying to prevent all these, uh, youth in, uh, Los Angeles in the Los Angeles area to, to not be gang members, wow. you know, from his own personal experience. Wow. Yeah, it, I, I would imagine that if if you've messed up, you know, maybe at a job and your employer gives you a second chance and you recognize that there's really no reason why you should be there, you would want to do so much better to not disappoint that uh, employer. Wow. Yeah, and you know, there's lessons that we learn when we're younger. Yeah. You know, that, hey, you know, if somebody else didn't learn it, they might have to learn it the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's in the best interest of our entire society to take on all the knowledge that we have and to be able to pass that on. Wow, wow. So we've talked before about your uh, management style, and it's, uh, it's is it a Ola? Oh, Holacracy. Holacracy. So yes. tell, me, tell me a little bit more about that and how that plays into how you... Uh, manage your business because you did mention a little bit about accountabilities and responsibilities, autonomy, and so what is this you know holacracy and how does it tie into what you do when so, you manage your business? Holacracy is like the secret governance structure that not a lot of people know about. Okay, okay. Well, well the cat's out the bag. Yeah, yeah, it is. That secret is out now. And um, the thing is, is um, when I was examining all the other time banks, I was looking at well, how are these things governed? Right. Because when you walk into a community space, it's really interesting when you see people, you know, working together. But you're like, well, what kind of structure is this? It's mm -hmm. not really a hierarchy, mm -hmm. you know. So what's going on here? And that led me to look at um, different ideas for running and organizing a business. And what I found was holacracy is actually a very smart way to do that because it allows everybody to understand what roles they have. And it allows for the company to evolve over time, which is the most important aspect of running a business. Because businesses should never stay the same. Right, right. True. If you're staying the same and somebody else is adapting and changing, well, your business won't be around for too long. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, so this holacracy, how are you um, exactly implementing it? So what, is it, what does it look like um, to have you know, a holacracy implemented in this time banking software? So Holacracy, um, it's really interesting because what we do is we break up meetings between governance meetings and tactical meetings. Mm -hmm. In a governance meeting, we might, um, you know, create a new role or if somebody has attention, bring that up. But then at the same time, when there's tactical, the tactical meetings, they go really fast. So you say, all right, do you have any update? Right. If somebody doesn't have an update, then it goes and passes to the next person. You know, so it's a very quick way where people... Um, are representing a role rather than taking things personally. Okay, okay. got it. So, so if someone was interested in learning more about holacracy, what would be? A I believe the URL is holacracy one, or they can look up a software product called Glass Frog. Okay. So if you type in holacracy Glass Frog, they have a very nice software product in there. Okay, and then. 
Also, if someone wanted to know more about time banking, what would be a, a resource that you would uh, recommend them to? Ooh, well, they can just come <laughs> on over to timekeeperbank.com. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, okay, so, so, so we, we want to talk a little bit more about, about you know, know, the product itself, um, what you're currently working on with the product, and, you know, why are you, why are you so excited about it? Okay, so one of the things that we're going to be releasing here in a couple days. Couple days. Yes, okay. yes. The QA team sent me a message last night, and they said, "Hey, we're good to go on this new version of the iOS app." So I was really excited because I can't tell them when the product's ready; they have to tell me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. So, so once this this app is released, well, first of all, let's let's back up a little bit. So. This is, I understand, this is the second version of your iOS yes, app? Yes, second okay. version. And it's, it's also on Android as well. well. Yep. And how many versions do you have for, for Android? One currently? One currently. And so another version for Android will be released yep. in the near future. Yes, it's going to be a, a big update. And then uh, later on, I would say in about 30 days, we're going to have a minor uh, security update. Okay. But other than that, everything's looking really good. And when people are able to share services and requests on any social media platform, I think that's going to be the big transformative experience for everybody because they'll be able to see services as services and requests offered by people they know. And now they have the opportunity to engage and to go help that person just by tapping a few buttons with their thumb. Right, right, awesome, awesome. So, so are you the first person to, to do this, you know, app that helps to helps people to do time making or is there other people who are doing so um there's another app out there it was developed by penn state Mm -hmm. um i found this research paper and i was really inspired from it because when you're talking about building community and you're looking at uh different designs and things like that it's uh it's really awesome to be able to um, take a look at the work that other people have done Mm -hmm. and then to figure out how can i build upon this to make it even better you know, so um, there are other time banking software platforms out there. Time Banks USA, uh, Time Banking UK, um, they're all really big. And um, I, in London, I think it was in London, in UK, they had their 20th anniversary. So time wow. banking has been around for a while. Wow. So it's just adapting and changing and becoming digital. Yeah. Wow. So, so you're kind of just adding to a, a long list. Uh, you know, the legacy of time making. Yeah, I gotta add the sprinkles to the top of ice cream. <laughs> sprinkles to the top. And so how does how does what you're doing differ from maybe the things that have gone before you or maybe the things that are currently out there? Um, so right now, a lot of the time banking platforms are built um, for relatively small groups. And I would say, if you don't want to give away like the, the secret sauce, you know, you don't have to, but if there's, you know, <laughs> something... It's something that you want to say yep. that differentiates you. I would be interested in hearing about that. Uh, the most important thing is being able to join multiple community groups okay. and being able to time bank with a variety of communities. Okay, okay very good. So we're um, we're wrapping up our our interview here, but I want to I want to hear from you. What are some of the like the the most common misconceptions about time banking that you want to? dispel from the, the face of the universe well let's see I think that 
a lot of people get confused with volunteering and time banking. Okay. You know, so when it comes to volunteering, you're going out, you're helping. Sometimes you refu- re- you receive a benefit like taking a class, right? But oftentimes, if you're just going up and setting up tables and cooking food and stuff like that, you go on about your merry way and you don't have um, any social capital to hold on to, right? right? So with time banking, if someone comes in and let's say they're leading a workshop or they are, um, you know, cooking food, you know, um, let's say for some veterans, then they can receive time credits from that community, right? And I believe that um, being able to provide value and to allow that person to say, hey, now that I have this time credit, I want to use this time credit to try to receive help from the community that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. And that's where the big difference is between time banking and volunteering. Okay, very good. Any anything else you want to add? No, that's it. Okay, so I have uh, just two more questions for you. So on social media, I've shown pictures of your your little rig that you have uh-huh, here, yeah. and a lot of people have been asking, "What's this little headset that you have on? What is it, and how do you use it?" Oh, so that's called the Hololens. Hololens, yeah. So what what is it? So the HoloLens is really cool because it can actually map your surroundings. Uh So you can create like web browsers, images, videos, and you can surround yourself with it. So one of the cool things that I like to do is I like to bring up a map of like the world, right? Mm -hmm. And then I lay out a map and it's all in a virtual three-dimensional space. And then I could put a map of all the timekeeper communities. Oh, wow. You know, so that's really powerful because then I can visualize like two data sets right next to each other in a three-dimensional space. So there's there's some really neat things you can do with it. Wow, wow, that's awesome. Okay, so if, if people want to reach out to you and find out more about, you know, what you're doing, how could they do that? They can send me an email at keith at timekeeperbank.com and just shoot an email to me directly. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, that's our show. And um, we're going to have all the links in the show notes. And until then, keep on conquering. That's right. Keep conquering, guys. (laughs) We got it. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. If you would like more information about each entrepreneur, go to www.meshcowork.com. Until the next episode, make sure you keep on conquering.